Thank you for joining me today for a brief devotional to start your Monday morning. May your heart be strengthened by the truths you will hear. Good Monday morning. We just recently, a few weeks ago, got finished with our first ever Pastors Only Weekend Experience. And wow, what a weekend experience it was. In almost four years of doing these, I think I've said this a lot, but I mean it every time I say it. This truly was the most beautiful, the sweetest, the most free weekend we have ever done. It was nothing like our team expected. We truly expected a lot more resistance, and we just didn't expect what we got. And we're so grateful, just so exceptionally grateful. And, But what was so very real and obvious when they arrived was the weariness of their hearts. And when they went to leave that Sunday morning, it was very evident that there had been a refreshing and a refueling for each one of them. It was just so evident. And I actually talked for, just talked for a few minutes that Sunday morning about weariness. And one of the dangers of weariness is that it just makes us lose perspective. And all of a sudden, we can just lose the perspective that maybe a decision that we're going to make that we just want to make in a in a rushed moment can have lasting consequences. But because we're so weary, we've lost the perspective and the revelation that this could have the kind of exponential impact that it can hold. And so weariness is really dangerous. It's it's one reason that it's so important to do things in your life that feed life to you. And I think sometimes we, especially Christians, think that if it's not holy, then it's not spiritual. And that's not true. Because um, I can also say just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's holy. And we need to realize that there is holiness found when you and I do things that refuel us, that refresh us. Eugene Peterson, who wrote the Message Bible, said that he and his wife learned how to take a Sabbath and that it was pray and play. And they would take a hike every Sunday and eat a picnic lunch, and they did something that brought their heart back to life. For me, it's reading a book or sitting by the ocean. Those two things with a large Coca-Cola, just replenish me. And the Lord meets me there. And so in this one passage of scripture in Genesis 25, it starts this way. Um, I think it is verse 30. Uh, I think. I have my contacts in and not my glasses on. I can't see nothing with them. But I was told that when I wear my glasses on here, they have a glare. So until I can get the glare taken off of my glasses, you must, you are forced to endure the fact that I can't see these tiny numbers on the page. So somewhere around verse 29 or 30, it says this. Let me see if I can read it. Once when Jacob, Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came from the field and listened to this, and he was exhausted. Okay. 
And Esau said to Jacob, Let me eat some of the red stew, for I am exhausted. Therefore his name was called Edom. Jacob said, Sell me your birthright now. Now Jacob's name means trickster, deceiver. That's what his name means. Okay, but don't worry. You know how God loves to change names up in here. He's got one coming too. Sell me your birthright. Esau said, I am about to die. Of what use is a birthright to me? Okay, you want to talk about loss of perspective? He's been out on the field. He's just tired. And now he thinks he's going to die. This is so much like a, a, the story about the prophet um, Elijah when he has battled um, the prophets of Baal and God has done this supernatural miracle. And he gets this one statement from Jezebel that says, before, I think it's before tomorrow, I'm going to kill you. And it says he goes to the wilderness and begs God to let him die. He's just seen God do a miracle, and now he's ready to die. Why? Because he is exhausted. It is amazing how the enemy can come into our moments of exhaustion. He is ready to sell his very birthright. Friends, I really pray that we will hear that. He, he thinks he's going to die. He says, what good's a birthright now? I'm going to die. No, he's not going to die. He just needs to sleep and to eat. And then he'll be fine. So some of you today, um, remember, just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's holy. And it doesn't necessarily have to be spiritual to be holy. Holiness is found when we give our bodies and our souls what they need. And sometimes they just need a really long nap or a really good vacation or a really good meal. So do not let the enemy convince you that taking care of things that breathe life to your soul is selfish. What I can tell you is that not doing it is far more selfish because then we set ourselves up just like this moment with Esau and just like with Elijah for an opening of the enemy to cause us to lose perspective. He wasn't going to die. He just needed a meal. But that's how quickly weariness can enter in and trap our soul in a lie of the enemy. I encourage you this week, do something that breathes life into your very soul. And if you have forgotten what that is, then you ask God to begin to reveal it to you. And you need to pay close attention to what you've allowed to enter into your heart. Because not knowing what you love and what brings life to you is a, is a huge indicator of a shutdown heart. We live in a world that tries to grab our attention 24-7. Texts come in this, like I have this on airplane mode right now. And, there are, and when I'm having a quiet time, I cut my text off. I, I, it would ding all day. And it's like this internal tug that feels like it... it it is owed something from us, and it's not. God said the Sabbath 
honor it, to keep it holy. Our lives need a Sabbath. Our heart needs a Sabbath. It needs a place to land. Our minds need a Sabbath. They need a place to rest because weariness will convince us we're going to die. And friends, I'm telling you, you're not. You just need to remember what you love and take some time to do it because that is holy. Jesus got away from the rest and got alone with his Father. That was holy. Those fishermen went out fishing because that fed life to them and it was holy. This week, your homework, go do something that brings life to you. It is holy. You will feel better for it and God will be honored in it because you won't be cray-cray up on everybody. Serious. Weary people and hungry people, they get crazy. That angel came to Elijah and he fed him and he told him to rest. And then he woke him up the next morning and he did the same thing. Don't be afraid to take what you need. It is holy. And God is in it. If your heart was encouraged today, please know we have many other resources. You can discover all of them by visiting us at reclaiminghearts.org.